You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends, streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big time. NBA, NFL, March Madness, BCS, it's Off Topic Sports, that's in effect. It's game time. That's right, you can't hide. In fact, check who's fake and who's prime time. It's game time. Donnie, Big, Les, and JB, talking touchdowns, home runs, and deep three. Over and under with JT. The topic is off, different than most. You can call in, listen, or drop a post. It's Big Woo, and here's your host. On time, hitting with force. Without further ado, it's Woo and his crew. As we welcome you to Off Topic Sports. 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 It's game time. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it is game time. It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday here in the heart of Charlotte, North Carolina and Rock Hill, South Carolina. We're representing Ohio. I don't want to say Cleveland because I don't last time I said something about Cleveland. He's like, nah, man, I ain't in Cleveland. But we represent Ohio for the fellas and North Carolina and surrounding areas. Uh, thanks, everybody, listening live at BigWooRadio.com. Everybody's downloading the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store and all of our folks that searched us out on your podcast app. We appreciate that. We got the fellas in the building. We got Pastor Fight in the building. We got Big Les in the building. What's happening, fellas? Yo, yo, what's going on? Dayton, Ohio, representing. <laughs> yo, yo, what's going on? Kings Mountain, North Carolina, representing. Hey, that's my neighbor right there. That's my neighbor. We Kings Mountain represent us for shizzle, my dizzle, on the rizzle, on the dizzle. You know Big Whistle got the pistol. I really don't, but whatever. I think I, I got a shot. I can't forget, I can't forget Rock Hill. Rock Hill because I spent 10 years there, so my love goes out to Rock Hill and Charlotte. I got oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Speaking of Rock Hill, we got a Rock Hill representative in the building. What's going on, James J.T. Thompson? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's going on with you? How y'all doing? Uh, I, I, I guess I'll represent good. for everybody. We doing good. We doing good. Yeah, we doing good. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I was waiting on y'all to jump in and say something, but I guess I got to represent for everybody on this Sunday afternoon. Now, don't mind me. Uh, I just want real quick, uh, real quick, I got to uh, say uh, shout out to my man, Garth Brooks. I know, I know, Big Wood like Big Wood and Gone Country. No, I ain't Gone Country. I Big Country. I'm from West Virginia. People just, just, just put two and two together. I'm from West Virginia. What music did you think I listened to in West Virginia? Uh, unless I was going to New Jersey in the summertime and getting that good old hip hop in West Virginia, it was rock and roll and country music. My grandparents listened to um, bluegrass gospel most times in the morning. If there wasn't, uh, uh, if my, my my grandmother wasn't listening. To to the Mighty Clouds of Joy or or Shirley Caesar or Reverend Grover Cleveland. If we wasn't listening to that, it was bluegrass hip uh, bluegrass <laughs> bluegrass uh uh gospel. Or it was country. My grandfather loved country. He loved his westerns and he loved his baseball. And uh speaking of baseball, I got a buddy of mine. Shout out to my man Wendell. Uh I, I call him a buddy, but He's he's a brother. We grew up together in West Virginia. He's a he's a buddy of mine. Uh, my brother Wendell, his son, uh, and his team is Ten U. Uh, they are going to represent. Um, they're going to represent North Carolina 
and the Little League World Series. Shout out, man. Come on now. Come on. Them boys did their thing this year. They are the 10U state champions. They are the 10U state champions, and they're going to represent North Carolina in the Little League World Series, and they need your help, man. They need your help. Uh, go to my page. I put the link out there, uh, Corey Woods, and we're going to put it on the Big Woo. Uh, we're gonna put, I'm going to put it on the Big Woo page as well. Go out there. Show your love. Give them support. $10, $20, $30, whatever you can give. Make sure these guys get to the Little League World Series. They're going to get there. Uh, it, I mean, but you know, your help would go a long way. Uh, helping these these kids represent because they did a great job, a phenomenal job this year. And my buddy is the coach. So uh, they're going to represent the Little League World Series. Uh, shout out. I just want to get him a shout out to start the show today. Great job, guys. Great job. And his son, uh, Chase Gord, a.k.a. Smoke. He's one of the uh, stars of the show. Uh, he's a pitcher. He's a, he's a leader. He's the, the big bat hitter, you know. So uh, shout out to Chase Gord. I call him my little nephew, nephew Chase. Uh, they're going to represent in the Little League World Series. So please show your support. Go go to my page, Corey Woods on Facebook. I put the link out there on there. We're gonna put it on the Big Wood Radio page, and uh, and just 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 try to show these guys some love and support. Uh, young kids doing it big. You know how uh, the, the the when these guys go into the Little League World Series, a lot of them end up. And Major League Baseball. So you might be supporting a future Major League Baseball player. And you never know what kind of, you know, what that might reciprocate. That one might get a 400. By the time he get in the pros, it might be a damn billion-dollar deal, you know, for a 10-year, $1 billion that they're giving out to people by the end. But, uh, but just wanted to get that out there and make sure you guys go support. But we got a lot, lot to talk about. Go ahead, JT. Well, no. Nah, first of all, I want to apologize, man, for not making it Friday. I ain't had no voice, and this illness, man, has been trying to jump on me. Oh, wow. But I figured out something, man, over the weekend while I've been recovering. I finally figured out who Kevin Kevin Durant's agent is undercover. I finally figured it out. <laughs> That's a lot of research, man. I figured it out. Kevin, Kevin Durant's real agent is Holly Berry. Because ain't nobody changed <laughs> more people, more managers, more teams. Holly Berry. Kevin Durant is the Holly Berry of the NBA. <laughs> shout, shout out to Holly Berry and all of her teams that she's played for. Oh, wow. you got that. That's a great comparison right there. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy because he just left my house. I could <laughs> bro, I hope you coming. I hope you strapped up, bro. A lot of things to go behind. Hey, hey, hey I had flashbacks. I seen everybody, everybody, everybody up in there. It was like, hello, 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 hello. Are you there? Needless to say, I was the brokest out of everybody. <laughs> 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 ain't been many broke people up in there now. Ain't many, ain't many broke ones. I, I don't even know. I guess that one dude that was a singer that that never went. He's probably the next in line as far as the brokest one. What was the boy that she used to date? That he was a singer. He ain't done nothing in a while though. Uh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, if anybody figured uh, out, Maxwell, uh, maybe. not Max. Uh, to me, Billy Bob looked like the brokest out of all of them. Even though he probably was the richest. <laughs> the richest. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that, JT. I appreciate that. <laughs> 
Yeah, because, I mean, just in all fairness, Big Les, you don't look like no broke mug. You, know? you don't look like that, as uh, as Kanye West, West would say in his edited version. You don't look like the broke broke. You know what I mean? You don't look like a broke broke. I got you. Well, I take it. I take it. <laughs> 704-489-3316. Like I was about to say, we got a great show lined up for you today, man. I want to talk about... Some NBA contracts, you know, some like some big NBA contracts going around here lately. Uh, 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 the hypothetical realignment that we were talking about on the text, the group text that we were doing. Want to talk about the NFL hypothetical realignment of teams and divisions and conferences and things like that. And of course, of course, you know, I got to talk about Ja Morant. Oh boy, some of the things that he said. And uh, I, I want to figure out, you know, is Ja Morant, would he be a baller back in the, you know, the, the 70s, early 70s, 80s? Uh, would he be a baller, a role player, or a bench rider? Well, you know how I, y'all know how I feel about it. I think he'd be retired. But before we get into that, uh, today's show, Off Topic Sports, is brought to you by Wine Forty Nine. Failure Homes is your wine guide, y'all. I call her sissy because she family. But she's your wine guide. Nine seven three two two three four three five three. Hit her up on her uh, uh, website. TravelingVineyard.com slash guide slash wine49. She is the rain woman of wine. She knows everything there is to know about wines. Pairing them with what foods. It should be a red wine or a white wine. or I don't think there's anything other than red or white. I don't think there's no like gray wine or purple wine. You get into that, then you're talking about wine coolers and wild Irish rolls and Cisco and stuff like that. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about good wines, you know, the best wines, you know, tested all around the world. Failure Homes is your wine guide. Travelingvineyard.com is the website, slash guide, slash wine49, and 973-223-4353 is her phone number. She will come to where you are to get uh, your wine game straight, you know, in-person taste tests, and it doesn't matter where you are. She loves to travel. She's got frequent flyer miles. She damn near travel for free right now. I mean, she's got so many frequent flyer miles that she can use for whatever that she goes places for free almost. Uh, so give her a call and uh, get yourself set up, especially if you're a, a wine person. If you really like wine, and uh, call her up. All right, so the number here, 704-489-3316. We're going to get into some more sports talk right after the break. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Y'all keep it locked right here. Big Wool Radio, Off Topic Sports. Hey, y'all. I'm Nima Shining Star L, and you can catch me every Sunday, 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on IG Live in the art room with Nima, where I will have... Special interviews with special guests you don't want to miss. And then you can catch me Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live. That's right, Facebook Live Thoughts Provoked, where every topic is definitely a hot topic. Do not miss. So if you can't catch me on IG Live, 7, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, shoot on over to Facebook, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. One, two, three. Big Blue Radio Big Blue Radio Big Blue Radio 
For the people. For the people. For the people. For the people. Big Bull Radio. Big Bull Radio. Big Bull Radio. For the people. For the people. For the people. Don't get it twisted. We here to stay. Yeah. For sure. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Big Woo Radio. 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 All right, welcome back to the program, 704-489-3316. Last Friday, we had some technical difficulty that we couldn't, I I just couldn't get it straightened out, but hopefully we got that fixed, and um, we won't have that problem. We also had it Tuesday, so uh, I apologize if you run into any problems and some hesitation and some craziness. Uh, Please forgive us, and don't leave us. Continue to follow us on all of our our, uh, social media, at Big Boo Radio, own everything. So, like I said, uh, John Morant, uh, he, he's been going around saying stuff like uh, he'll be better than this person back in the day, be better than Jordan, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to check him and all this stuff that he was talking about. These guys back in the 70s and 80s and 90s would be role players, you know, and, and he would be dominating, he would be the greatest. All this stuff that uh, the little fella said that um, don't make no sense because he ain't won nothing. All right, so even if somebody asks you a question like that, be humble, young man. Be humble. Say that, you know, there was great players back then, and I think I would be able to compete. Uh, you know, you can still say that you'll be good. You can still say you're going to be great or whatever, but don't diminish somebody else just for you to make yourself look good. Nobody knows what per kind of player you would or I know what kind of player you'd have been, but not really. I mean, people don't really know what kind of player you would have been because the time was different. It was a different time. You might have took care of your body and done something different. You might have bulked up back then like Jordan had to when he came and ran up across them, them Detroit Pistons. He had to get bulked up and, and, and bring back to show that fire and desire that he had to be a winner. John Morant, is that you? I don't know yet. You could be. Can you be that? Yeah, maybe. But right now, I need you to shut up. I need you to stop talking down about your elders. These are elder people that came and you wouldn't even be where you are if it wasn't for these guys like Michael Jordan getting that, getting that uh, advertising money, like Dr. J getting that advertising money and making you some money and getting, putting you in a position that you in. But, but you want to go and you want to talk junk about guys that are, Considered greater than you. Even guys back in them days that didn't win championships like Charles Barkley. They're greater than you. They're better than you. You have no right. You have no right to say something like they were role players or they would be role players or you'll be greater than them. That is just absurd. So that's my rant on Ja Morant. And I'm going to bring my boy Pastor Fight. Come on in here since you're the first one tuned in or called in today. I want to get your opinions on Ja Morant thinking that he would be better than any of them guys from the 70s and 80s and and, and 90s. Uh, They would be bench players. I think Ja Morant would not even be in the league. He wouldn't even uh, maintain in the league. What's your thoughts, uh, uh, Pastor Fight? Well, first of all, his, his comment in and of itself say, you know, 
he compared uh, today's stars of the game and called yesterday's stars role players. Oh, my God. Like Jordan was successful. He had role players he was playing against. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> which, to be honest with you, I think I think is a knock. I'm sorry, that's my daughter. I think there's a knock on just more than Jordan here. We're talking about magic, birds. <gasps> Oh, I mean, we're talking about Akeem Olajuwon. Mm. We're, talk, we're talking about Isaiah Thomas. Oh <laughs> we're talking oh about Joe Dumas, Clyde oh Drexler. I mean, we're, we're talking about a group of stars who who reinvigorated the game of basketball. They yes. passed over the baton to Allen Iverson and Kobe Bryant. And to then pass the baton to LeBron James and himself and some other uh, uh, Kevin Durant and, and Steph Curry of this time. And he's now trying to get the baton from from KD, from LeBron James, from Steph Curry. He's, right. he's trying to now emerge himself. So before you even become the star of the league, you you, you should become the star of today. You, you like you like number 15. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you had a starting five, you ain't in the midst of today. Star. Right. And he's you exciting. Star of today. Right. And he's definitely an exciting player to watch. He's definitely, uh, you know, Sean Kempish. You know what I mean? It's like Sean Kemp would come and do these incredible dunks and pose at the end. And, you know, he strike a pose. And he was doing things. You know, he was he was backing down a dude and turn around and yoking his face. You know, Sean Kemp was an amazing player. How many times have you heard Sean Kemp's name mentioned since he retired? Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah. You see some videos of him coming and showing the dunking skills and stuff like that. But, but, but Coach Les, let me get your thoughts on John Morant and what he would be back in the day. What do you think his status would be if, if you transform John Morant from today to 1980? You know what I mean? 1980-ish, 1980-something. What are your thoughts on what he would be back then? He would probably be in an intensive care unit. Um, yeah, because he, yeah, he, yeah. he definitely, you know, all that driving to the basket like that, man, you know, he, that, that wouldn't have happened. No. His skill set, he could, his skill set, he could have played back then. I mean, you can't take sure. that away from his skill set. Sure. You know, that's, that's like saying you bad in New York, but you go and you want the top players in New York City, then you go play in Los Angeles and you bummy. Right. You know, your skills are going to still be your skills. So I think that's, that's my opinion on it. As far as what he said about, you know, the league back then being mediocre players, you know, that's just another thing of this generational thing where these young players and young people in general, they do not respect their elders. There's mm-hmm. no way that Reggie Miller was a bum. Right. And, you know, we like, I've, I've talked to this generation a lot. And so they're always saying that, Paul George is better than Reggie Miller, and 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 this and Rodman is better. I mean, he's not as good as Draymond, but uh-huh. all those to us are not factual. Now there are some players that might be better than the players of the Rodman, of but those players sure. are not. Sure. So, I think Ja's very good. Like I, man, you know, I think Pastor hit it on the nose when he said that you know you're not even the best of today. And you got players in front of you that are 10 years older than you that are better than you. Mm-hmm. That you have to wait for them to leave because you have not yet, by the time they retire, you will not catch any of their accomplishments. Mm-hmm. So, so I just think a lot of these young players, man, they need to 
well, they're not because they just, I don't know, they got a chip on their shoulder, man. It's like they just don't, they only respect what's in front of them. Right. And they have no idea of what's behind them and why they're where they are today. Yeah. And again, I, I, I definitely agree that John Morant is a, is a good player, can be great, can be a future Hall of Famer. No question about it. He definitely has the talent. He definitely has the skill. And, but, but JT, there's one thing that we can uh, assess, and that is we can take players from back in that era, put them in this era, and we know they'll dominate, right? Now, you take players from this era, put them back in the era of the Detroit Pistons and the New York and the, the teams that used to brawl and, and, and just ain't have no remorse about slamming you to the turf when you came in there to do a layup. It's just a layup, not even try to dunk. You show me here trying to dunk back in those days, you're going to get hurt. Ain't nobody trying to get posterized back in them days. They ain't, to, they ain't trying to be on nobody's poster. Some of them ended up there, but they ain't nobody really trying to do that. And so they're going to make you pay. If they got to be on the poster, you're going to pay the cost to be that, to be that, uh, the, the one to put them on the poster. Uh, so, JT, John Morant, should he have been more humble? Should he have, he, he had been more respectful to his elders uh, when it came to somebody asking him a question or having him compare whatever, whatever? Should he have been more humble? And what are your thoughts on John Morant? All right, so I'm going to answer that question in a minute. Let me give respect where respect is due. Uh, Dr. Fight, I appreciate the word that you laid down. If you wasn't on Robinson AME Zion Church stream this morning, <laughs> you missed a mighty word. And and it was something yes. about that altar call. That altar call that y'all had for the youth this morning. We're gonna extend that out to John Moran. Mm. <laughs> and, and and as I answer this question, I'm gonna say there was a picture that I put in the chat. Did you see the young man's eyes when LeBron when he was on LeBron in that picture? That picture, that young man's <laughs> yeah. face is John Morant all day long, all day long. Today, yesterday, the day before yesterday, <laughs> I get it, man. Your daddy didn't teach you to back down from nobody. Mm-hmm. He didn't teach you to say, oh, this person going to whoop my tail. No, he taught you that no matter what kind of fight you win, you're going you gonna to be the victor no matter who it is. So I get it. You know, you got no matter what what podcast you on, what interview you do, you are gonna always, you know, speak with your chest out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that you're speaking with your brain. <laughs> right. It's just it's just in, what's embedded in you. Oh, much like the the generation today, they don't talk with the brain. If mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying, a lot of stuff that we see in the in the media with these guys with mics stuck in front of them is not them speaking from the head and the other the other way i answer this question woo, let me let me take it from the, the young man that's on espn john Morant, put the weed down <laughs> and answer the question the right way <laughs> they can't let go of the weed uh but absolutely man absolutely 704-489-3316 that's how you get in if you want to talk about any of the topics if you got an opinion on um John Morant uh and and his 
I don't know. I, I don't even know what to call that. I just I just know he was disrespectful, and that's not something that should come out of anybody's mouth when you're talking about players from the old school. When you're not thinking, because you, you I don't know I don't know what players he was thinking about, but he didn't have his facts together. Go ahead, man. Now, now one thing, I I don't really have a big problem with, but there is a problem to it. When he said that he would have cooked Michael Jordan, mm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Because mm-hmm. if I'm at the park and I see, I, I'll give you a perfect example. Real quick, we played in the national tournament my senior year where 32 teams in the country they play. And Emmanuel, um, I can't think of the boy's last name. He played at Kentucky, got kicked out of Kentucky. Emmanuel, some, I can't remember his oh, last name. But he was oh. a real high pay- but You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking yeah. about, Kent. Yeah. So, so when he got kicked out of Kentucky, he came to, he, he went to an NAIA school. And so as I'm going there, I'm telling my parents, I'm like, man, I'm going to do this dude. Like, he got to show me he can play. Mm-hmm. Like, I had, like I'm, it may have been geeking myself up. You know, when we was in the elevator together, I'm looking at him. I'm sizing him up. I'm like, man, I think I can get with this dude. Now, whether or not that's true or not, we never know because we never can to play each other. I never played again. But when I'm sitting there, now, I know I, when I play games against Anthony Hardaway, I know I'm not going to cook. But I tell myself, man, he got to get it, you know even though he cooked everybody in the gym. But, I, you know, so I get that part of the competition. But I maybe not would have said it competitively. Once again, Pastor Fife is really on it today. I might have would have said, I think I would have, I would have liked to compete against Michael. I think I, I think it would have been a great experience. And he could have left it at that. You know, Michael can't mm-hmm. prove himself now. You know, so that's just, yeah. As we're going, he can less. Yes, he can. He can prove that his eyes can be redder than anybody's eyes in the league right now. Mike <laughs> got everybody hands down. Yeah, that's true. Seven zero four four eight nine three three one six. Give us a call. Call us up. Holler at us if you want to talk about. Uh, what's his name? Emmanuel Acot. Big Les? No, I, I would. No, I would know it if I heard it. I. I Ah, shoot. I don't think it was Acock. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that's a more recent know. guy. So that was his yeah. first name if or I, his last if name? I can remember. I think it's, it's, it, that was his first name, and that would have to be he got kicked out. He Let's see, we went in 90-91, so whatever school he played at 90-91. But I do know Emmanuel was part of his name. Oh, okay. All right, so I was, I was just uh, trying to look it up to see uh, – if I could find it, but I don't know. He he might have been so irrelevant that Google can't even find him. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, so let us move on to the next. Uh, well, we got, yeah, we got about three minutes before we had to take another break. So let's get let's move on. Let's get into this. Um, the NBA contracts. Uh, the the I think Phoenix, not Phoenix, but uh, was it was the guy from. Um, uh, here I'm not prepared. I, I was trying to be prepared out here, uh, but <laughs> the guy that just got the contract <sighs> for Phoenix I, or uh, huh? Aiden. Aiden. Yeah, yeah. He just got a uh, a huge deal or offer. I think I don't know if he took the offer from Indiana or Phoenix. Uh, um, uh, may have uh, countered. But it was it was like a four year deal for like a hundred and something million dollars. Uh, JT is one hundred thirty three million dollars for four years. Is that 
something Phoenix is wanting to counter. Uh, if if they're trying to get, I'm thinking if they're trying to get Kevin Durant, that's not something that they would try to counter. Do you think? Uh, uh what is his name again? Aiden, Andre Aiden. Why can't I think of this boy's name? I can't. I really. Um, yeah, Aiden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, yeah. I think he's the center for Phoenix. JT, do you think that yeah. this is something that they will be willing to counter if they're getting? Um, um, Kevin Durant, or I mean, is Kevin Durant a done deal at this point in Phoenix since uh, uh, Phoenix didn't counter? No, Phoenix, Phoenix already met the offer. Oh, did they? For eight. Yeah. So that says to me that Kevin Durant, you ain't going to Phoenix because they ain't, ain't going to have no money to pay you. That's what that says to me, which is good on Phoenix part because I don't want Kevin Durant going out there and winning nothing. Nothing. I don't care. Nothing. I don't want him to win. I don't want him to win a spelling bee, nigga. I'm trying. I'm serious. I don't want him to win nothing because he's a sucker. Uh, but I do believe. What is this? Oh, I I do believe that Kevin Durant will end up somewhere where he's going to be able to win, and it's not going to be fair. It's not going. To, I don't think it's fair. So JT, my question is you where. Do you think Kevin Durant is going? And do you think uh, he should stay in Brooklyn? Or do you think he should stay in Brooklyn? I don't know, man. It's, 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 I mean, I, I, honestly, I don't know, man, where he's going. Uh, it's, it's, to me, it's so early for me to, to tell, and there's so many mixed, <clears throat> mixed clues that I really just don't know, man. He, he, we may be going through all of this, and he ends up staying in Brooklyn. Uh, you know, uh, is he waiting on what's going to happen with Kyrie? If Kyrie going to L.A., are they going what pieces are coming back? There's so many, you know, so many pieces that's in, you know, that's moving. Is he waiting to see if Donovan Mitchell is going to be in New York next? Is he going to get the, you know, the contract? There's so many different elements out here that's that's, that's going to, you know, that's going to say they even they're still talking Golden State. Him coming back to Golden State, Golden State giving up a couple of pieces. I mean, I, I don't. To me, no matter where he goes, his legacy has already been defined by what he has done. So mm-hmm. nothing that Kevin Durant does moving forward, really, to me, in my opinion, it, it, there's nothing else to, to define about him. We know who he is. You know what I'm saying? We, we, there's nothing else. Even winning another championship, you don't add nothing to his legacy because his legacy will forever be defined as you couldn't get it done. He had to get with the team in order to get a championship, and mm. so on and so forth. So, I, I see what I see. What you're talking about the, with the Utah, with the Donovan Mitchell. Could that be a place for Kevin Durant? Uh, uh, Big Les, could it, could could Kevin Durant end up in Houston? I mean Utah. I'm sorry. Um, and would yeah, that be a good be a fit? Would that be a good fit for him though? Well, I, I think any team he goes to, you know, they, they can, you know, I think Kevin Durant is probably one of the easiest guys to play with to be, a, you know, a superstar. He will defer, and then he will kill when he has to. Right. Um, what also makes the trade so difficult is that there's like 12 guys in the league in which, you know, they can't trade for because of the sentence. We can't have certain guys 
that are um, that have certain contracts and they deal. And I forgot how it works. I think if you can't have two superstar deals or something on the same team, so certain guys they can't trade would have on their team. And and a bio is one of those guys. So they can't trade to Miami and they want a bio because a bio and Simmons cannot be on the same team. Mm. So a lot of a lot of different things are are in the mix in this trade. Um, you know they you know Phoenix wants him. Kind of, sort of, but New Jersey, I keep saying New Jersey, but Brooklyn wants Booker. Well, we all know that Phoenix would be dumb to give up Booker. So I don't know how it's going to go. And if they match, which I heard that they're going to match, you know, the deal going to Indiana, that would bring Aiden back. So Phoenix is just about with their hands full. And I'm like uh, JT. I think maybe in the end that he's going to end up back in New Jersey. Brooklyn. (laughs) <laughs> yep. <laughs> so what is it about Kevin Durant that he doesn't want because he can, he's going to make any team better that he goes to. I mean, whether they're championship worthy or not, but what is it about Kevin Durant past the fight that he don't want to go back to his hometown? And I get it. I mean, maybe he don't like DC like that. I mean, but he talked like he he loves his hometown. He goes back and he does fundraisers and all this stuff. He goes back to Washington DC. Why won't he go to the Bullets? Why won't he? Why won't he do like LeBron James and go bring uh, his his team to re- his his home team to relevancy? Uh, Washington, but don't, don't nobody care don't nothing about bad. Washington. I don't feel bad. You said the Bullets. Continue on. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Wizards. The Wizards. <laughs> the Wizards. The Wizards. <laughs> Well, you uh, first of all, there, there, there's no honor amongst thieves. Let's let's start there. Um, Kevin Kevin Durant has sold two NBA championships, uh, and he yeah. now wants to steal two more uh, before he <laughs> retires. You got to remember, this is Kevin Durant that is in his mid 30s. He's a few years ago had an Achilles tear. Uh, he's not the same Kevin Durant, obviously. No. So he needs a team that he can go and and have some support to win a championship. So going to the Wizards, he will have no support. He might as well stay in Brooklyn in that case because you don't think Kyrie, 82 games, Kyrie going to play 35. Ben Simmons ain't going to play one. Uh, and so, you know, he might as well just stay in Brooklyn <laughs> and have the same situation instead of going, instead of going to, uh, to the Wizards. And, and being in that spot, you know. So I think, to be honest with you, uh, I think to me there's really only three teams that make sense. Uh, that's the Memphis Grizzlies, because even if they give up Jaron Jackson, uh, they're not going to give up Morant. And you put Morant, which is a good point guard, uh, KD, as long as they have a big four rebound, I think they'll round it off with, with three a three-headed horse that could really make some sense. Miami would be the second team because they were one three-pointer away from Jimmy Butler uh, making a three-pointer, but then we end up in the finals in a game seven match. So you add a, another weapon in, in KD, that would end up happening. And the third team, which is probably the longest dark horse and is not on anybody's radar right now, is him going to L.A. And I'm not talking about the Lakers. I'm talking about the Clippers. Mm. If you look at the way the Clippers are currently mm. set up, mm. that if, if he can be that third player, uh, from a PG-13 and then getting uh, Kawhi back and adding a KD on top of that, that team right there 
Uh, and you can give up a lot of your obviously young talent they got on that team and some potential draft picks in order to get them if you wanted to, uh, and, and even offer a three-team trade deal for for the for the Clippers that would alleviate them giving up all of their future draft picks in order to do it. You get in you get into it with a team with some cap space that that's willing to get some future picks like the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, that's something that obviously they've always been attracted to. That would be of a benefit for mm, KD mm, to go mm. out to L.A. to get that heavy market and also not be in LeBron James' shadow. He can be a star in his own right uh, and and still have that support in order to win the championship. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope he don't win nothing. Uh, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, Big Les. Yeah, yeah. You, I just want to just a little side kick in there, man. I know you said you didn't want him to win nothing, but what mm. about if he won a, if he won the national contest at barbershop convention. Could he specifically <laughs> go there and get and get a haircut? I mean, would you be willing to let him win that? Yes, yes, because he needs a haircut. He needs. I don't know why this boy like nah. to run around with this nappy head. I mean, it'd be one thing if you was, if you had dreads or something. If you was getting dreads, you know, I'd be like, okay, I understand why you got these all these beads on your head. And because you're trying to get twists or you're trying to get some dreads or whatever, but that ain't the case. So actually, no, I don't even want him to win that. Nope. But I would have more respect for him if he went to his home state, his hometown. There's not a state, it's Washington, D.C. If he went to his hometown, played there with minimal, you know, help or whatever, and, and won a championship. And I go like, you know what? That, that changed the whole thing for me. Even if he went there and, and made them competitive and didn't win, I'd have a whole different respect. He could change his whole image with me anyway. I don't know what it would do for anybody else. and Maybe maybe nobody else cares, but I just think he, he's a softie. I, I would have more respect for him if he went over there and turned his team into – like LeBron did. Nobody cared about Cleveland. Nobody thought Cleveland was going to win nothing. Then all of a sudden people got Cleveland jerseys on and you know, it's all kind of stuff. He could do that for his home hometown. Ooh. Well, yeah. first of all, let's take let's take the LeBron return in in proper perspective. Mm-hmm. LeBron played there for what eight nine seasons before he left to go to Miami. Yep, that means Cleveland tanked to the bottom. They ended up drafting Kyrie Irving, the mm-hmm. young Kyrie, not this new Kyrie. The guy right, right, yeah. don't want to play basketball. Um, young hungry Kyrie. They drafted him. LeBron came back. Mm-hmm. To Cleveland yep. with a young team and and added, uh, I think it was Kevin Love. Kevin they Love, yeah, yeah, and gave him some outside shooting mm-hmm. and and ended up then winning the championship after the team tanked and got draft picks right. for him to be able to come back to the team with a better squad. Well, that's so the that's the, the same, that's the dynamic though. The that's the dynamic. You got respect. Well, you know, come on now, the Wizards. <laughs> Look, but at this point in his career, shouldn't he be able to back to it that same kind of I know. It's, it is a different dynamic. I agree with you. It's a it's a different dynamic, but but still, man, I mean if you have an opportunity to go to your home team and make them they may not win a championship, they may not but make them relevant. It it, it, it makes them relevant and it get, it draws attention to to this team, and, and then maybe they'll be able to build from that. You know what I mean? So, I, I, but he's a selfish guy, so I don't expect him to do that. So, but 
But he should be at this point in his career. Why can't he bring people with him? You know, like you know, Kevin Love came because it was Kyrie and 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 uh, LeBron. So Kevin Love was like, "Look, I'll go over there. I know I'm winning championship with those guys." You know, so you know, and 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 I just I just think he should be a little more uh, self less selfish. You know what I mean? And 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 try to do. Good opposed to just I just want to win another champion. You got two champions. You already stole two. Don't try to steal no more. Go and try to earn one, and and, and change your whole you know image of for people like me that look at you like nah, you never gonna be nothing in my eyes. You 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 you, you messed it up, but you can redeem yourself yeah, by yeah. going and, and 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 doing something for your hometown. That's all I'm saying. I will, I will never respect KD. Yeah, no, that's, never, it's over. He, he, there's no team by himself that he has carried for a championship. Yeah. I just want to make that clear, and that's exactly. and that's on. Uh, he's a great player. I take nothing away from him, but I just can't respect his legacy. Maybe that's a maybe that's a good way to put. It. Yeah, and, and see, LeBron, he he might not have he didn't win by himself in in Cleveland, no. But he made that team relevant. They were right in the thick of things every year from the time that he came in the league. So it's, I mean, it's just, and maybe he didn't even want to get drafted there. It just happened that way. Uh, but who wouldn't want to get drafted by their home team? Uh, and and when he he did the best that he could with what he had to work with, Cleveland wasn't gonna get nobody because it was Cleveland. You know, I mean, at least you can you can go to Chocolate City and get some people to come to Chocolate City for you uh, for a year or two. You know what I mean? Uh, you going to Chocolate City, baby? I go out there and play for a year. And, and with, with Kevin Durant, that's what he should be looking at. But I don't think he can do that because people know he's just a selfish butthole, you know, and that's just the way it is. Uh, we got to take a break. We way past that. Uh, past the fight, you got uh, all praises due today? Or am I putting you yes, on spot? You want me to give it now or come back after the break? We're going to come back after the break with the all praises due. And then, Coach Les, you got to coach him up. You want to coach him up or something? Yes, I do. All right, so we're going to hit all that on the other side of the break. Don't y'all go nowhere, because we about to give people some flowers. It's my man Alvin Garrett. The song is called Flowers. We'll be right back. But oh, what a feeling. Big Wool Radio, Off-Topic Sports. Let's go. You planted these flowers in this garden, but the garden needs to sleep. Now you see. When you planted the seed You told me I was great And you told me I was wonderful And you told me To keep my head up You told me it'd be hard You told me I'd struggle But you told me To never give up So smell these flowers Listening to Big Woo Radio. 
Attention business owners and entrepreneurs in the Rock Hill, South Carolina area. Are you currently looking for a great office space to lease right now? Well, all you got to do is come down to 742 North Anderson Road in Rock Hill, South Carolina. They are now leasing office spaces that includes great amenities like 24-7 building access, front desk service, coffee shop, sandwich shop, networking and social events, mail handling, and even reliable Wi-Fi. All you got to do is give Frank a call at 803-200-1605. Once again, call Frank at 803-200-1605. They are now leasing office spaces. Yes, at 742 North Anderson Road in Rock Hill, South Carolina. This is a great place that you are guaranteed to enjoy working in. All right, welcome back to the program. I, that was a weird transition. I know it was, but uh, whatever. Uh, we're about to give some flowers to some folks. Pass the fight by the all praises due. Whenever you're ready, Pass the fight, what you got? Oh, uh, man, real simple, man. I just want to give big ups to Deion Sanders. He is forfeiting half of his salary mm. to be able to. Um, He's, he's making $300,000 at Jackson State as the head football coach. He's giving $150,000 back to the school for the students, uh, the basketball football players, to get their new facilities built before um, they start with fall camp. Nice. So nice, Deion. $150,000 of his, of his salary to wow. be able to make sure that this, these facilities get built and get completed. Before this yeah, fall. yeah. I mean, so, yeah, know, he don't have to do that, but he, he don't for the sake of the kids. Yeah, and uh, you know that's to be commendable. He's not asking for the school to pay him back over time. He's just mm. donating the money. I right. guess Dion, he got it anyway. He don't need their three hundred thousand. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, still, I mean, still a nice gesture because you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. I mean, the school got money. You know what I mean? It's like, but you know, to help out, that's that's a good deal. And and to anybody that's saying, you know, he, he should donate the whole three hundred. Well, you give up your whole salary. How about that? You give up your whole salary. I know that man. Right. You he work for free, right? You go ahead and work for free. That, uh, that man is, uh, yeah, he's got money that he's made over his career, and he's got endorsements and all that stuff. But that ain't got nothing to do with nothing, man. To have that, to make that kind of gesture, and give up half your salary because he working for a reason. <laughs> you know, I mean, of course he liked coaching, but he definitely working. It's still work. You know, you got to put in the hours. You got to put in the time. You should get paid for your time. So kudos to Deion Sanders. Appreciate that homeboy, you know, because it's what, Jackson State? Right? They about to be a, they about to be a force to be reckoned with. Well, you talking about Deion Sanders? Oh yeah, he's he taking D one. He's taking D one transfers. Oh yeah, big schools. Too. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Uh, y'all better y'all better watch out, man. Deion Sanders ain't playing with y'all out here. And when that boy go full in on whatever he gonna do, he gets it in. Coach Deion, Big Les, you ready to coach him up? Yeah, I am, and I want to uh, give some props to Deion as well. Okay, you know something else is that that people haven't been talking about either. He's also raising money to help other schools in their conference to be able to have facilities. So it's just not about Jackson wow. State. It's about wow. the HBCU community. And I think I want to say is it, is it Mississippi Valley State maybe 
the, the story I heard is that the football players have to walk almost a half a mile to practice. And so what he's trying to do is get a facility built on the yard mm. so that these young men can have um, an opportunity to, you know, not walk so far and have better facilities and to get better players to build the whole HBC thing up. And they're also trying to build a super conference among the HBCU. And so if that happens, it's about to get really big. It's about to get wow. really And, you know, Tennessee State, they're waiting on them and why they will not join. I've heard rumors and stories. I don't want to get into that right now because I don't know how pinpoint true it is. But when I find out, I'll definitely be on it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Tennessee State is one of the teams that need to get into an HBC conference, and they have not as of yet. And Eddie George is having a hard time convincing them that this is the move to go. And yeah. that we do need to support our HBCUs, man. We got to go. This is the yes. way it used to be. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Dion, man, he making history repeat itself. Big up to Dion and, I and George and all the other brothers that are coming back. Absolutely, I haven't heard of a coach helping out the competition since Bobby Bowden when he was coaching at West Virginia University. And Marshall, remember Marshall had that uh, the Thunder and Herd had that plane crash. Uh, they had a plane crash and and lost all their players, man, except for a couple that didn't ride or didn't ha- uh, travel that 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 game uh, due to injury or whatever. But uh, Bobby Bowden helped those guys, Marshall, get their you know get plays and stuff, and uh, helped their the, the new coach that came in after they lost the coach and the players, and, and they was trying to rebuild that Marshall Thunder and Herd team. So it's it's just an emotional story to you know to hear uh, what Dion's doing for the competition, the players in the conference, and the players just because it ultimately comes down to this: they're players, man. They're they're boys. They're they're out here trying to do you know what they love to. Do do and at the best of their ability and so with Dion being able to help them and build a facility and, and this stuff to make it a little easier for them that's that's great stuff that is great stuff and you watch you watch what happens just for little gestures like this just watch what happens um division one you watch out Watch out, man. HBCUs is coming, bro. They coming, and they coming for your head. I ain't playing with you. Uh, all right, so, JT, I mean, uh, uh, Big Lens, you ready to coach him up? Yeah, I'll make it real quick, man, real quick. Yeah, it's time, time to, to coach, coach him up with Big Lens. Bring it in here. Huddle up. Let's go. All right, Big Lens, what you got for us? So, I've been watching the um, – the track and field game um, that's been on television the last few days. And um, I got it, it just hit me, man. It just made me scratch my head about something. And, um, you know, I really, it's a joy to watch track and field. You don't have the crybaby. You don't have the spoiled brat. You don't have people talking about money and getting paid and coaches getting fired and none of that. You got people that's coming from all over the world and Politically, they may not get along, but after every race, no matter what country you're from, no matter what color you are, no matter what you're into or not into, they all give hugs. They all give respect. Why? Because everybody's just a human being. And if you take politics out of it, we can get along Mm -hmm. as human beings upon this planet. You know, politicians cause war because those two people have a disagreement not the two people that are within the country of each mm. other's country 
They don't care. Yeah. You can't tell me that you can't sit a Russian and an American far, far away, off somewhere, and if they have a conversation and respect is involved, that there will be no issue. So I just wanted to give out a big up to track and field. You know, these guys, some of them don't make a lot of money, but it's all about it's all about just wanting to do. You don't see them crying because they didn't get a call or crying because they want to be traded and all that stuff that goes with the stuff that we've talked about so much and that we don't really like in the sports that we see today or in the athletes that we see today. Yeah. And so, man, I, I just, it's just been a joy to watch uh, track and field the last few days, man, and to see people competing and definitely loving each other and respecting each other. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope right there. Thanks for that, Big Les. Appreciate that. Frank Slap and Harry Clap. Big Les coaching them up, man. <clears throat> it's all about the love, man. We love and respect each other. It's always going to be uh, a great ending to whatever the scenario is. It's always going to be good. As long as you respect that person, you respect that person, man, because that's what he's supposed to do. You respect people. It's, we're people. JT, you got an over and under for us to take us on out of here? Yeah, I sure do. All right. Hold tight. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. All right, JT, what you got for us, bro? Hi, man. Before I start my segment, I just want to say for all of our audience out there, if you remember good times, J.J. Walker gave us the Kevin Durant prototype back in the <laughs> 70s. Don't, don't ever forget that. Um, let me see. Where am I going to go now? Oh, so to the fellas, what would be one thing that would make you turn down a 15-year, $440 million contract? What's one thing about a team that would make you turn down a 15-year $440 million contract. Please let me start. Please let me start on this right here. Turn down. So everybody know. What the, <clears throat> somebody turned down $440 million with an M. $440 million. Well, first of all, JT, there is nothing that a person or a business or... Well, I ain't going to say nothing, but there is, I'm going to think hard about it. It just depends on what they've done. Now, if there's a business harboring, you know, or, you know, molesting kids or something like, you know, just something nefarious like that. Uh, yeah, I would turn it down. I don't care how much money you got. You know, you're doing, you're doing wrong stuff. Then I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't rock with you. But outside of that, I don't know. I don't know if I could ever turn that much money down. I don't care. Some people be like, oh, it's too many years. What if you want to, you know, you could probably be a billionaire in the next deal if you ain't got no de-. No, I don't, you know, you mean to tell me uh, I work for somebody for 15 years, I make $440 million? It's, it's hard to turn down. I, I'm, 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 I, can't, I can't rock with that. I'm, I'm not turning it down. Uh, Pastor Fight, what you say? Well, uh, so I know this is not equivalent, but I was offered a a four year scholarship out of high school uh, to play basketball in Atlanta, Georgia, to a small HBCU by the name of Morris Brown College. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, if you know uh, Morris Brown College in, in my freshman year, 
after my freshman year, lost their accreditation, which also meant I lost my scholarship. <laughs> so if you offer me a deal that's worth 15, million, uh, 15 years, I don't care how much it is. If the business ain't or the or corporation or the team ain't going to be in existence after two years, it just don't make sense. <laughs> so I got to check the viability of the team uh, right. being, being a team sure, over the next sure. 15 years. Before, before, now, that would be one reason why I say no. Because your current business practices, you may not be here in 15 years. You might not be so. here. Might, <laughs> I might be stuck with the bill. You know what I mean? I ain't doing that. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Big Les, what about you? Um, if like, like you, if I don't have to do anything that disrupts my sleep or my soul. Right. Um. Uh, the only thing that I may have an issue with is the 15 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, maybe we could shorten it and I, I may take a little cut, but I really $440 million to be in Washington, D.C. I mean, what gives? Chocolate City, baby. I lived in D.C. for yeah, four years. Yeah. I know how they roll. I know how they roll. And this hey. is a good time all the time. And you don't even have to be there in the wintertime. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Before you don't even have to be there. So you're there in the summer and you're out. Yeah, but the 15 years might be the only thing because I don't know if I would want to be on the same team for 15 years. Mm, mm, so mm. things happen, the organization can get funny, you know, or if they put like a trade clause in my contract, maybe I'll do five years, but then after that, I have an option to want to be traded or something. Mm. I don't know, but. No, other than that, not too much. You got to take it. Yeah, I, hey, I think we'll, the only. Go ahead. Well, no, nah, I was gonna say, it's in baseball, so all the money would have been guaranteed regardless. Mm, right. To that point, I still think the smartest athlete in all the professional sports is Bobby Bonilla because he's been <laughs> getting paid. I don't know when it started. But I know he gets paid a million dollars a year all the way till twenty thirty five, and he ain't played baseball in I don't know weeks. <laughs> and he still get that one million every it's been, year. It's been about fifteen years since he played, ain't it? At least, yeah, been, yeah at least. Golly, talking about a good sweet. Let's talk about a sweetheart deal right there. Uh, yeah, but but, but I so, mean, ooh. go ahead, Pastor. I'm I'm wondering what's the what's the idea behind this. I mean, first of all, the <laughs> the Washington Nationals tried to do this, but they did it off the back of the Los Angeles Angels uh, outfielder. What's his name? Mike Trout. Yeah. He signed a 12 year, 426.5 million dollar deal, and that was back in in 19. Yeah. So these long-term deals with these ridiculous amount of money, I don't know if baseball is trying to move to this, but seriously, you can make more money with less years. I mean, you look sure. at the most recent deal sign, I mean, you're talking about six, seven years, $200 million. Why would I sign 12 to 15 years making double of that when it's, not, when it's more than double of the amount of time? Hmm. Yeah, sense. exactly. So, I mean, you got this time. And, and, and I got a question. Is I mean, maybe somebody else is offering him 10 years, 400 million or 15 years, uh, 500 million or a billion. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's getting a he sees a better offer somewhere. 
but it would really be hard to turn it down unless I'm already, I don't know if he's already, was he already playing for the uh, Washington and then maybe he just don't want to be there anymore, you know, or at least like, 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 like like big Les says, maybe he don't want to, you know, he's already been there five or six years and I want to spend another 15 there. You know what I mean? And so I got to assume that he's going to get a better deal with someone else. And that, that could be the only reason well, I would turn it down. 20, he's only tw- yeah, he's only 23 years old. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, 15 years is, you know, a career. He'll spend his whole career there. Yeah, he, and he, yeah. Could, he could play for three more years and somebody would offer him a billion. You know what I mean? You know, so <laughs> <laughs> you just, just wait it out a little bit and, and, and do your thing. You, you, know, you put up them numbers and you, you play well. Somebody will offer you a tenure. I mean, just look in football. I mean, with 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 the uh, the contract from the Kansas, the Kansas City Chiefs gave um, uh, your boy it was t- was a ten years, five hundred million. So I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So fifteen years, four hundred and forty million. Eh, you know. Yeah, that's nice. Thank you for the offer, but no thanks. I, I can see that happening, but but not for me. I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. I'm good. I'm good with that. I don't know how much he's making now at 22 years old, but to know that I'm going to make $440 million guaranteed, I mean, uh, yeah, I got to play here 15 years. If that's what y'all want, because 10 years, 10 years in, I might be quite disgruntled and, uh, you know, not feeling it, you know, and I just go out here and just show up. I already got my money, so I don't – you know that that's that's a risky move on on Washington's part to offer that kind of money. But anyway, uh, let's go through. Uh, I wanted to remind y'all every real quick that uh, Tuesday off topic. I mean not off topic, but uh, Big Wool acting a fool with little Bucky is popping Tuesday eight p.m. every Tuesday night, and then Friday we got the Florida Poetry Show. As long as we ain't having no technical difficulties, we gonna be on time and we gonna run the show. Uh, Fridays Florida Poetry Show, Nima Shining Star L, myself JT. Uh, seven seven o'clock seven o'clock Fridays, and we back here on off topic sports seven thirty on Sunday night. Appreciate you fellas, man. I I love hanging. Out with you guys, love talking to y'all about sports, getting y'all's insights. Thanks to the fans and everybody that listened to us. Uh, shout out, uh, shout out, my dude Garth Brooks, man. Once to a country show, man. It was one of the one of the greatest shows I ever seen live. That boy gives everything he got. That boy was soaking wet from from the ten, first ten minutes into the show. He was soaking wet. He was wiping sweat. You could see the sweat coming off his brow. Off stage, that's how that's how much he gives you at his concert, and he 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 do requests. How many people do you know when you go to a concert just because they people holding up signs of songs? <laughs> he went through the audience and done requests, yo. I don't. I ain't been to a concert where he took requests. I ain't, I ain't, ain't never seen it. Uh, but Garth Brooks took requests from the audience, and, and it was. 30,000 people there, 40,000. No, it, was, it had to be at least 50,000 people because they didn't have a top section. This this how cool Garth Brooks is, that he didn't want the top section of Panther Stadium. He didn't want no seats up there because he said it was too far from him. He didn't want people to be that far from him. So he just he just wanted people as close as possible. It was great. It was a wonderful concert. If you don't dig country, you're missing out. Country is the new R&B. I know y'all don't want me to, I know, but y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all don't want to hear that, but R&B is the new country. What's up, JT? The other thing Garth did last night is he he cleared out the first 
he didn't sell no tickets in the first two rows, and he gave them out to random fans as they were coming in last night. So there was a whole there was a whole section of people that didn't know that they were going to be sitting on the front first two rows wow. because he waited and he sent people out to give them their tickets as they came in. They didn't even know. He just Dang. randomly done it before the show last night. I wish he'd have done that for me because I had a cowboy hat on and everything. I'm like, man. I <laughs> <laughs> bought a damn $20 paper hey, cowboy hat. <laughs> a black cowboy. Who would have ever thought? Hey, yeah, hey. He's, um, he's Reed. Um, the, the, um, the outlaw catcher. Yeah. Um, read the guy that based the Long Ranger off of. He actually was a black man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I remember that. So, so uh, I just yeah. can't think. Of, um, uh, but yeah, the reason you, I agree with you that country is the is the is the next R and B or the real R and B because R and B is trash. It's trash right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because they don't know if they were singing or rap. It's just so much auto tune, and it's like what. No, this is not R and B, though. That's not. That's not. But you know, country music now, especially. Bass, huh? Bass Reeves. I'm sorry. I just wanted to get it. Bass Reeves. Bass. Yeah, Bass Reeves. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. One of the first. The first cowboy. Yep. And and, and look, man, it's, it's coming back full circle. And country people want to think white people started country. That no, it's it, no. It was blues. The blues started everything, man. So blues and jazz, man. Get your get to do your history. Do your history, okay? Now, people are like, oh, it's country. White people didn't know. That was us first. That was us. Just like rock and roll. That was us, too. That was, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, before, it, when they get it all said and done, they'll realize that really white people didn't create anything. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I mean, like, the more we do, the more we keep researching. The more you the look more into find it. Out that, yeah. Yeah, they didn't. They stole everything. Stole it. You know? Stole it. Yeah. So I love me some country, man. I, I'm 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 a, I'm a big fan of Garth Brooks and Luke Bryan and uh, Florida Georgia Line. Those guys and, and they, you know, if, the reason I like Florida Georgia Line is because they they implement a lot of hip hop and they stuff. And so they they grew up on hip hop and they they willing to recognize that we didn't start this. <laughs> you know what I mean? They 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 acknowledge that, and I like people that acknowledge the truth. But but out and go and perform and give you all they got because they know you paying to see this, and they give it all they got. And now I like artists like that. I don't care if you white black purple, green, orange, or whatever. You giving me a show, I love it. I love it. And I've been to a lot of concerts that I didn't have to pay to go into. <laughs> it was back in the day, I was backstage, but I didn't have to pay to go in a lot of concerts. So I've seen a lot of concerts. I've seen a lot of people get a all. Another dude that really gives you his all, LL Cool J. If you've never seen an LL Cool J concert, it might be too late because he might not do another one. But when I've seen an LL Cool whoa, whoa, J whoa, concert. Whoa, 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 hold on. Yep, hold on. What, what, what I got to say it. But August sixth, New York City and Queens, I'll be there, baby. Okay. LL Cool J yes. rock the bells, baby. There LL you go. will be there. There IQ you go. Will be there. Diggable Planets will be there. There you go. It will be grand. I will be there in the place, baby. What? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've had an opportunity to see LL Cool J in uh, in his early forms uh, back in the day in Washington D.C. And um, had a chance to see him again when he put his tenth album out in West Virginia. He was in West. He came to West Virginia. I've seen him over there too. LL Cool J is a beast in concert, though. I'm trying to tell you. Anyway, I went on longer than I need to. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you guys so much. Finger naps and hand claps to all my dogs. 
We'll Shout be back out to my man JB. Going to, he'll be, I'm going to the concert with him up in New York City, man. Shout out to you, man. Make it all possible. We'll be in the place August 6th, baby. Yep. Yep. I wish I could be there, boy. That's going to be a good one right there. I'm trying to tell you right now. That's going to be one for the ages. If you're in the building for that, boy, take a lot of pictures, video, whatever you can get, big lesson. Share, share, share. We want to see you that. Know it, you know it. That's going to be classic. All right, so, man, on behalf of my man, James J.T. Thompson, Big Les, Pastor Fighter, Dallas Donnie Martin, uh, Nima Shatterstar, L, the entire Big Woo Radio family, I'm Big Woo. It's Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out. It's game time. NBA, NFL. It's game time. March Madness, BCS. It's off topic sports. That's in effect. It's game time. That's right, you can't hide. hide. Fact check who's fake and who's prime time. It's game time. Donnie, Big, Less, and JB. Talking touchdowns, home runs, and deep three. Over and under. You're listening to Big Woo Radio. 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 Radio